You are listening to the Willpower Podcast. Welcome to the show. I am Will Holdren, and I talk with some of the most influential CEOs, entrepreneurial leaders, and thought leaders to try and reveal the secrets that has led to their success. I believe that with the right knowledge and mindset, you can do anything you set your mind to. So if you want to learn how to change your life for the better, if you want to learn how millionaires actually became wealthy, or if you want to develop and start your own business from the ground up with the right knowledge to help you, then you are in the right place because this is the Willpower Podcast. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first, if you have enjoyed an episode, then please, please open up Apple Podcasts and hit that subscribe button. And if you think we deserve it, scroll to the bottom, select write a review, and leave us a five-star rating with a review that states where you are from and one aspect of the show that you love. Once you do that, send me a screenshot and I will feature you on a future show and shout you out on my Instagram that has over 10,000 followers. Now let's get to the show with our newest guest. How's it going, everyone? My name is Will Holden. I'm the host of the Willpower Podcast. Today, our special guest is Dawn Roy, and she is a EXP realtor that is based in Virginia. It's also a top 5% realtor, so it was an honor to have her on here today. So, Dawn, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it's real. Thank you. Thank you so much, Will. My pleasure. So, so to start off, I kind of want to go into your childhood a little bit. So you kind of talk about your childhood, what it was like, and how it kind of formed you into who you are today. Oh my gosh, that's that's some deep stuff, right? Right, deep outside time. of the sales environment. Yeah. Well, I'm a, a Carolinian by birth. My family, in fact, they all they all live in the same zip code zone. My brother and I are are two of seventeen first persons. We had a very big family, and uh, when I was nine, my father was transferred here, here to Richmond because he's a district manager for what used to be called Highs. So it's basically basically a little ice cream shop. It was uh, something prior to friendlies, you know, that concept. And so that's what moved us here to Free for John. And then a couple of years after that, that he actually invested, invested in his own restaurant. And so at 11 years old, I was waiting tables and uh, learning how to people at a very young age. And I used to say, and I probably should do it sometime, one of these days I'm, I'm going to book. And the title is going to be going to be everything I know about real estate. I learned by slinging hash. <laughs> so. I love it. That's so funny. But but you know when you're you're a kid, kid talking tolls. I mean it, it it's not. We'd never want to own a restaurant myself personally now because it's a very very difficult business. But but it, it gave my brother and I a unique unique advantage in like communicate with people of all stripes, ages, sizes, sizes types. It doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. People are people. So I, I really got into kind of the cut service kind of mentality was through my five five restaurant. Yeah. Awesome. And the people skills can definitely be developed by doing that restaurant stuff. For sure. <laughs> if nobody, nobody's, if you've ever done anything, anything on this young people out there, wait tables for at least a summer. Yeah, will change my mind completely. So yeah, you'll get skills you can take with you for the rest of your life. And it's it's pretty interesting because a lot of the rooms I bring on here today, they for some reason do have a background, like do something in restaurants or bartending or something like that. So it's really <laughs> that you brought that up. That's super interesting. You got I got it. Fit. Listen, many Friday nights, my dad would be cooking, mother would be busing tables. I was wait, waiting tables, and my mother was at the cash register taking your money. Truly, a family. Family operations. <laughs> I love it. 
So when you were growing up, did you always want to go into real estate or what was your, what was your main goal? Oh, gosh, no. Oh, and I don't want to blow anybody, anybody's vibe. Uh, that was not a focus point at all. At all. I actually uh, spent 25 years. Year. I was uh, in dentistry. I'm out of, uh, I went to school at school at dentistry and I was a dental hygienist. So oh, I was right. a fairy. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I clean teeth for a living. So, so um, and that too, too was other, you know, different, different avenue for customer service but you know pay, you know pay hair is a big deal and deal and very detailed so every almost like every single along the way no matter what i've done whether it's waiting tables at my dad's place or, or being in dentistry it's there's there's skill sets that were drawn from from those types of um work opportunities you know professional opportunities right that have helped me now, now that I'm, a, been, and this is my ninth year, so I'm in, you know, you know, been in for nine years now. Now, and it's, it, it, it was just a build, building. It was a, a stepping stone to help me get to where I am now. But I was not, not looking state real real estate actually for me. It actually found its way to me in a kind of an odd way. And um, the it, the really story about that that is, mother is a pilot was set was set and he moved to Texas. Our home base is Dallas. And I'm here and our parents, parents when they were alive. So I'm here to, to take care of parents. And they started needing a lot of care, care and plans and just need more help. And since I'm the only one on the ground, the problem is, is if you're sitting behind, behind a cube and a mask doing dentistry, you're very limited. Limit. And so, so I just thought maybe, maybe I should do something that gave me some flexibility or at least, or at least some autonomy. And I did look at uh, types of sales, sales, pharmaceutical sales, sales, that sort of thing. And um, I didn't want to be in, a, in an airplane every day. And, you know, leaving on a Monday and flying, flying Friday, that really didn't solve the problem I had. And, and a friend of mine reached out and said, have, have you ever thought about being in real estate? And I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> what what is real estate you speak of? So right. I, being anal attentive. That hygienist star, we are very anal retentive. And so I went and started talking to very, very successful agents in our area. And they graciously allowed me to interview them, much like what, like what you're doing here. And I said, okay, I, th I think I can do this. And I put a plan into place and 30-day notice as soon as I got my license, license and never looked back, sold my first home in the first week I, I was in real estate. And that was that. Wow, that's crazy. That's a pretty cool story into real estate. I love how you just <laughs> action followed through with it and actually just became a realtor. You kind of figured it out, right? <laughs> you know so, I mean? so were you still doing your dental practice and stuff while you were getting your real estate license, or how long did yes. you before you totally switched over? I what I, I because of working working time in industry, I, I did it the online. I did it at night. So I would work all day long, you know, you know, 10 hours. And then, then I would come and I would study, study for late in the evenings. And so that took me, you know, you know that takes, depends on your, how you get through. through. I would say I said in May, I actually licensed early July and gave my notice to the current dentist I was working with. And um, by, by the end of August that year, I was on, was on the streets. And I really had a great opportunity and good fortune to, to partner uh, who I would consider a mentor in still to this day. His name is Brian Hall. He is, a, he is an amazing, amazing guy. And he really, really took me under the wing because the way I look at real estate or any profession that when you're changing so drastically, you know what I mean? Even, even though people say, how did you go from dentistry to real estate? Well, to be honest with you, you know, teeth and people and house, houses, people, it's just people. Right. Right. Changing the, the product, right? 
the service that we're providing. And so, so Ryan helped me. I just, just needed to get feet up under me and understand language, understand how to serve people in a different way. Yeah. And that's, and, and so I've been super, super fortunate to have a long line, some amazing, amazing human beings. Some of my, my best friends, the most wonderful people know are realtors. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's a super cool story into real estate. And it's also impressive you also got your first sale within a week because that is obviously not easy to do. <laughs> it's like out of, out of duration, you know what? You know what? When you're right. trying to replace $40 an hour, you get right? you got you got to do the can and you know you get out you get out there out there and you get out you know and i th think that I, I the i know that have been, been successful in real estate or anything anything with investing i don't you know whatever your your profession is the ones that are hungry to be successful it's it's the veil to you you just gotta want it right that you put you gotta get creative and pivot and put time yeah yeah exactly that's so, it so kind of like Walk me through that first week. What did you do to get that first deal? Because obviously it's not easy to do. And so what was that first deal like? Walk me through that. So, so you know, it's like how a lot of age agents get their first deals. Uh, you know, I just became uh, a uh, dedicated to, to do open houses, you know, and uh, it was an open house opportunity. I, you know, buyer through unrepresented and, and, you know, you just without try, trying to jump at them, you know, <laughs> you don't act too eager. But I just, and it was a single mom. And to be honest with you, the thing that I find interesting nine years later, a good portion of my business is, tends to be single, never, never made send win women. women. Uh, I mean, I would be probably, I could, probably 40, 35 to 40% of my business to this day. I think I connect with, with them and so because it's, I think that if a woman is able, able and can, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful achievement for them to buy a home on their own. And it depends on where they, where they are. If they're never married or they're a single mom, it's one mindset. But if they're a, a widowed woman or, or someone who's divorced, divorced, a little older, that's hard, hard for them because they've never, never done. And it's, it's about generations, right? So my, my generation and generations and myself, especially like your set that you, you, you're very similar to my, to my children. You don't think anything. I mean, young women, you're in your age, by because never think twice about it. Right. But, but a 60 year old or a 70 year old who's never done that on their own, it, it's a big deal. And and that was my very first transaction with single mom and mom. Yeah. Wow. Just kind of have that. I just have an affinity for them, for them. I have a connect connectivity. So yeah. yeah. Open awesome. houses, houses real right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's totally cool. Like I can definitely relate to what we were talking about the different transitions in um, generations like my pap and stuff like he's exactly what talking about like, like they do like certain things like the wife doesn't do anything or the, the husband right. does like certain things and so i feel that's definitely kind of diluting as you know new, newer generations are coming up just like you were talking about how like more people are doing everything more in general um yeah. so i can definitely relate to that yeah um so kind of obviously like that first year like how many sales were you doing that year compared to like nowadays so I want to say my first full year, I probably did the average, average of something of the, um, um, one of my kind of thing. Um, and then it just started to increase, I mean, you know, to the point where, where, you know, it, it's, you know, I, I had to go for myself at the beginning when I started doing real estate of, of a transaction, you know, what, how many houses. And now I, I look at more volume rather than the cat in the houses. So if I can do eight to 10 million in volume, I feel I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy with. Yeah. 
And then I do other things, and especially, especially with XP, we have so much, much, we have a, have a lot of opportunity. So I'm a, I'm a mentor also so to new agents here in the area. Gotcha. That's an, an opportunity. I enjoy, enjoy doing that. You know, I think that's a little bit of the teacher, teacher mentality. Me. And, and then I'm investing on the thing on the night. I have some investor part partners and we, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, I either, I find the house and then we rent it and sell it or they find it and they bring, bring in for the finance, financial risk to renovate the, the house, you know, so one of us procures and the other one pays for the renovation. So, gotcha. so pretty yeah. strategy. I love that stuff. It's really interesting. And, and uh, I want to get more and more into that because I think that short-term rental is a, is, is a big opportunity for a lot of, for a lot of people, not for realtors. I, I think a lot of people should think about, about that. Yeah. You know, not, um, not, it's all about, all about that people income. So it's well, it's, it's the eye. everybody just, just wants to look at something in a very static flat way. And no matter what you're doing, whether it's real estate sales or, or anything, there's always another way, the way to another layer. There's just, that's what, you know, when we were talking about uh, Kiyosaki's a crash flow quadrant, if something that you're, that you're doing is monetizing it, it's coming out of your, out of your pocket. You know, that's a, that's a no, no, no. Yeah. You know, it's a matter of taking, you know, what you're doing or doing or your set and monetizing it. That yeah. that's, and I'm a, I'm a and I'm a constant learn, learner. I will learn and learn and I will be going to sem seminars and books until the end. Jesus calls me home. home. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, that, that's like one of the main reasons why I bought why I got my license as well, like because I want to go in real estate investing, and then let's just say like it's better for agents because you get access to MLS, more deals oh, yeah. like that, and there's property managers. You have access to all these different kinds of people, and it really just goes parallel with the investing business, just like short-term rentals, that kind of stuff. Well, and you, you'll get, because of what you're doing, when you go to go to webinars and seminars and you attend events, thank, you know, post-COVID, they think back into that and mm -hmm. get to travel. But you, the people that you'll be exposed to, you know, you know the folks that have, that have gone ahead of you and do, don't in, reinvent the wheel for, for the decency. They, there's you know, no need to try to figure out some, you know, you know, I want to come up with some, some new strategy. Just do what fits you, your your game plan or your mind mindset comfortable to you, and just become expert at it. Just do it and do it really well. And, and the fact that you get to be to be exposed to so many wonderful people—that's what's been the, the biggest thing for me in real estate. To be honest with you, I I, I enjoy enjoy dentistry. I love, love dentistry. I agree. But I will promise you, at you know cocktail parties and Christmas parties, no asking me about their teeth, teeth right? Everybody, everybody and their brother want, want to know if they find out you're a realtor, they'll talk to you. You become the hit of the hit of the show. Yeah. Everybody wants to talk about real estate. Nobody wants to talk about, you know, <laughs> diseases. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand yeah. why. I don't get it. I get it. That's interesting to me. But. Yeah. The cool part about it, though, like, too, is that, like, it's, it's anyone can make that straight over into real estate, just like you're talking about. And the founder fact is, like, if you spend like two years or like a year and a half, you can just like, put your head down and really focus on like, real estate or that topic. You can become one of the experts in that field, like, in that much of a short time. But most of people just never get to the point where, like, okay, I'm going to be dedicated to this topic for this this amount of time. Well, you know, the you know the thing I find interesting, and when I mentor new agents, I mean, I'm very simple. You know, number one, and never, I, I network like crazy. You know, if you're a builder, electrician, I mean, I'm touching people that touch homeowners, homeowners, you know, financial planner, CPA, you, know, you name it, having a coffee or having lunch with somebody every day. But if you, if you was commit to just what you said, you said, I, you, I can challenge anyone. If you would, you would spend four months building your database through networking, doing open houses, 
and just be, be engaging with, with other people. What, and you can do it social media. I mean, just, I mean, just like you do. And you can do it through, through social media. However you, you accomplish, you then can only, all you have to do from that forward is to love on, love on that base. And that base will feed, feed you for the rest of your career. Yeah. I, I most, I, I need plus percent referral based yeah. at this, this point. You know, I don't cold call. That's not my thing. It never was. I, I just want, want to get face to face with people and build relationships. And from that, I've been super blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Your network is definitely your net worth. And as I've yep. come along in my journey as well, like you can definitely see how prevalent that is. It's just like the people you meet, you never know like how you guys can benefit one another. So it's, it's so crucial. Right. So that's a really good topic to kind of dive into. So if, I know for like, for me, like my podcast is one way that I network, like I use Instagram and then, you know, bring people on like I do with you. So I'm kind of curious, like, what would you recommend for people that are kind of nervous about networking? Like, like how can they get started in networking and kind of growing that database? Well, you know, the reality is this, you know, if you're going to be a realtor, you really have to be, to be, you can't be a secret agent. I mean, you can't, can't, you can't hide this, you know, because the, the more people that know about you and your, your services, because it's all about, about being some people, people liking and trusting you. That's simple. You know, people, business with people that they know, like, and trust. So whether you get into full networking groups, like, you know, your BNI structures, uh, or you just do it on your own. If you're, ha you're having lunch coffee every, every day, anyway, do it with some, somebody else. You know, I mean, it makes sense, right? So the thing about COVID, just a sidebar, I didn't realize how much I, I was going out for lunch and coffee and COVID hit. And I was like, I, I can, can make a payment on what spending. <laughs> the right, local right. coffee shop, you know? But, it, you know, the reality is this figure out works for you. you and I think so many, many ways to, to network and make money or, or to do business in real estate. And new agents do one huge thing that's a big mistake. They chase every tiny object and someone talk, oh, I got to deal with them in this. So they jump them, they go, they never commit to any, any one thing and never get prof profit in any one thing. So pick two or three items, items you will do and consistently stick with it for the next 12 months and become literally the expert. You know, if open houses for you, do do open house. If networking works for you, do networking. If social media, if, yeah, if you're a big person, then TikTok, I don't care. Fit, fit, you know, like what you've done. I mean, just this, this platform, in my opinion, looks to I think would be, be a great successful way for you to get your, you know, name and expertise out there. Right. Then, I, I mean, just find something that, organically brings out your, your personality and organically works for the mindset yep. and then just, just do it. The thing that most people, some people fail in real estate or any business, they just don't stay consistent with their heads. Yep. That's it. And they don't love on their past, past client. That's a big one. Man. Oh man. Follow-ups, yeah, that's crucial. Gee, Flip, they've they've already house with you or sold, sold a house with you. Why in the world would you not stay in touch with, with those five folks? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I I mean I they get you know they they are fucked up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so before we dive into like the follow-up strategy that you use, like I just want to touch on the same point. Like if COVID has taught us anything, like it's the fact that you have to build a personal brand because anything can happen at any certain moment. 
You need mm-hmm. hydrogen and things like that. And if you have nothing to fall back on, then you're going to find out real quickly that like you need something to support you when, when something like that does happen. And so I think building a personal personal brand nowadays is more prevalent than ever. Like what is posting on LinkedIn, getting a podcast, especially as a realtor. I'm seeing more and more realtors building brands on Instagram, posting really cool videos and stuff like that just to get their name out there. Yeah, um, that's what we're talking about. Too, staying top of mind so you can retain those customers that you get in the first place and um, stay prevalent to them. Well, so, and, and at the end of the day, it used to be be back before social media. Uh, you just wanted, wanted your business in front of somebody. Buddy. You wanted your business card, so you you stay top, and you wanted to be the last. Last, you know, got a lot of hand hand notes and all that sort of thing. Where in social media, although I think writing notes and keeping in front of people well, that is really good, I think that social social media has replaced like like the business owner went up and handed out business card last. You know, because to be honest with you, all they have to do is they find out my name from a sign or something. Something they're going straight to social media. They they know more about me than, than I about me by the time I meet them for a buyer's meeting. Right? They, they do. I mean, they have googled the life. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah, like, right. those social media partners, they gotta be like professional because let's just say like, like that's their first touching point with you and how they right first moments. That's gotta be on point for sure. And, and if you don't have something to say, if you don't have have some press, it 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 leaves them. What, what the public public will do if they don't have have something find something about any way of, of any kind then they start assuming the, the negative you know you know and that's not you know and it, there, there might not be negative thing about you anyway but that's that's not how how that works you know it's just, it's just a matter of putting putting out content you know uh, I, my kids think I'm the biggest dork ever you know, because I, I even do I've done some tick TikTok. I you know I I I've got I've sacked up on that on that I do some more. But I just talk organic about what's happened happened in my day. I mean I, I do not think heavily about what to video. I just yammer about, about a question that has been posed to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not hard. You just do it, you yeah. know. And that that's a, that's like exactly what Gary Vee says as well. Like people just want to see like what your day looks like. It's to be like, <laughs> what are you eating? What are you doing? What do you wake up like that kind of the bad and the ugly. I mean, you know, uh, uh, if you're trying to wait until your your makes perfect or you know you got the right scene in the background, it'll never ever happen. It'll never ever it will ever happen. And I, I think that this generation should, and uh, I've got a son, son who's twenty years old, and I had lunch with him with him recently, and asking him him. Because there's something very unique that, that has changed. I think about millennial time, you know, that generation. Their, their focus is quality of life, connected to the community. You know, where when I growing up, it's like, it's like, what size house did you buy? What kind of car were you, were you driving? You know what I mean? Right. And they, they of people, and I and I think this from them and younger. younger they they will be a real person. They aren't necessarily look, looking for the polished slick kind of presentation. They want an organic being who gets them, listens to them, and understands their needs. Boom, boom. I love love it. Now the pressure's just off. All of us sales be trying to be perfect, and if you're trying to be perfect, God help you. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's just and you're going to be going to the beauty parlor more often than to get the gray covered up. Yep. Well, you don't have to be perfect. People don't don't want to work with perfect people. People want to work with some, someone who gets them and understands what it is they're trying trying to do, whether in the tra- transacting of estate. 
Yeah. You know, do you hear hear me? And that's um about six months ago in the middle of COVID, I I changed. I created a brand called Live Your Live Your Story Team, and that's what I really I really think. I don't care where you want to buy to buy a house or what you want to. It's where are you and you and you, where do you want to live live that story? Yeah. And what it is. Exactly. People create create stories in the homes that they live in, and they raise their raise their children. Or however, their life pan, pans out. Yeah. It, it's your sto story. It's not where I want you to live. It's not what I want. I want you. It's how you see your life life evolving. And that's what being leader is all about, just being willing to help other people in their best interests and all that fun stuff. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of want to dive into follow-ups a little bit now. So when you're following up with a person, like what's your strategy for doing that? Like, you like once a month and like say, hey, like how are you doing? Or like what's your what's your strategy? You know, I think it uh first of all, you know, to 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 kind of teeter back to social media a little bit. When you're working with one, they'll either Facebook me or whatever, whatever first, or if not, not by the end of the traction, I, you know, we connect on social media, media, whether it be, you know, Instagram or whatever. And, and one of the things that I like to do to do is number one, a newsletter every month, just to keep, you know, just to say, Hey, nothing's saying salesy, right. You know, just, you know, here, here's a con, here's some fun, fun, you know, let me know what you're doing. Number two, I, I want on social media. And if their kid, kid does something, you, you'd be surprised. People are on social media for a reason and they do, they do want recognition and not just likes, not clicks, right? right? So if something happens in their line or they got straight A's on their report card, I'll fire off a gift card in the mail. You'd be surprised. I've, I've had many of them go, go oh, Miss Dawn sent me a you know, sweet frog gift card. It's fine. fine. And it mean, means so much, right? Or they're, they had a tragedy, something, something ugly's happened. And I, you know, ship off a meal them or get cards to a run or you know i read and say what 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 do you need you know people want someone to hear them other than our you know they don't want to transact a bit tea on their forehead that they that they're just a just a transaction yeah and i would counsel all realtors to ever use the word transaction in front of their client because to, to them they're transaction um and then other than that i have a schedule that i just call people on my quarterly basis at the very least Makes and just sense. reach out to them. And, and it's interesting when you do reach out to them, to them, don't talk, talk real estate, by the way, way. do not talk about that. Real estate. I don't have, it's not like they don't, it's not, it's not like that. They don't know what they do. Right, right. They want to hear from you, but they don't necessarily need you to talk to them about real estate. Yeah, I really, really love I love how how you're just going like the extra mile that most realtors won't go, and that's what really creates a difference when you're successful or not successful in that business because it is competitive. And like giving out like those five dollar gift cards, like it may seem little, but like that little gesture, like that could bring like another ten thousand dollar commission. So not that it's all about that, but it's the, the back end. Like okay, if I'm doing this, let's make another thousand dollars in my pocket, like eventually someday. Eventually, some someday, and give it this way too. And I would encourage others, you know, when you do business like this, like buy a car, your HVAC guy, whoever you, you do, you know, your oil change, doesn't matter. I will see things on, like there's a guy that I, I bought a car from several years ago, and he just recently, recently married, and you know, he got uh, uh, the dealership, and I, you know, you know, fired off card to him and his new, his new. 
And you wouldn't believe how that bar that goes. Now, now he's never sold anything with me, but he inter interacts with the people. And, and I've had people refer business to me that have never had the opportunity to buy, buy or sell with themselves pers personally, but they will refer, refer to me. Wow. You know? So that's that's the secret. Yeah, yeah. Be genuine in your engagement. People smell it when you are not genuine. If you're just just talking to or sending gift gift cards or engaging with people for the sole reason to get, to get a referral, then you already cut your legs off already. But if you're engaged, the people genuinely want want to just engage people, you know. Then, then, then it all works at the end. And I just don't. This is something that I was told a long time ago. There's enough sand on the beach. You don't have to claw to get your fare. Right. Your fo folks who want to work with with you, who organically are attracted, you do will find way to you. Got to do the right thing. Right thing do it consistently. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're pretty much a good realtor, you're going to prevail in the long run because word's going to get around. If you're a bad realtor and you're really salesy, then word's going to get around and you're not going to make it along. That's pretty much what you're saying. It really is. And, you know, right right now we're kind of flush. And it's a, it's a seller's market, but there's, you know, no economy is good. Good rates are low. People are, are moving, right? They're transacting. Mm -hmm. It's when the economy gets a little, goes a little south, shakes the tree and, and, and the, and the, Let's say the chat chat we separate pretty good. You know, a lot of times they had a lot of folks doing really well in the early two thousands. But when by two thousand and eight nine, when the economy economy started rocks, the people that were just in it, the money, I, I, you know, not not I'm not a you know everybody needs to make thing. Yeah. The ones that did, didn't really really know when they were just becoming order takers and not not really committed to the community. Because that's really realtors used used to be years and years years ago in the fifties and forties we were the Mate, we were town community connector, you know, and we got away away from that. Got to, we got got into the being takers, and when you're an order taker, not built relationships with people. When when time is a little tough, you end up going back to work in your in your retail because you're no no longer business. But if you build a business on on relationships and truly treat people like they deserve to be treated, then even when the economy is bad, you're still their go-to connect. You're still the, per the person that they will have their back and will do what's in their best interest. Yeah, so. exactly. That's yeah. so true. That's the golden rule right there. Yeah. I love it. Um, so as we're nearing towards the end of the show, I just want to ask you a couple questions and, and then we can do a quick outro. Okay. Um, so the first one is, what is your number one recommended real estate-related book or entrepreneurial book for anyone that's just getting started? I'm going to have to go back back to the Robert Kiyosaki's right. stuff. Yeah, I mean, he wrote uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then, then the Cash for Quadrant. And if anyone's interested in getting, I, I think it's, it's not so much so much a state book, book, but it's a finance. Because if you're, if you're going to be in a state which is solely commission-based, you have your finances squared away. Okay. You can't living commission check to commission check. So yeah, I, need to, I need to read that cash flow one. I haven't read that. I read the other one, but I, I haven't read the cash flow yeah, one. So yeah. Yeah. Right. It changes. So yeah. So my next question for what is the main different factor for people that make it in the real estate world from those that ultimately fail in the real estate world? Consistency and adherence to a calendar, adherence to a schedule. So I was used to, used to get up early and going into an office as a dental hygienist, right? I still do that. Even if I had no place to go today, 
I'm still, I'm up at five. I'm at Lottie's by six. I'm home. I am in the whole, you know, business attire, the, the whole nine yards in front of my, my computer by eight o'clock, no matter if there's, and there's always something going on, but, but I'm at my, my desk period. And, and I know agents that, you know, they're still in their leggings by at 11 yet because they have any place to go to go to. Well, go find some place to go, right. you know, go be seen. You'll be surprised to take a book of about real estate and, and go by yourself. Some ask you about that, that book. They, they will. <laughs> I love well, it. it's not technical, but in a good way. Right, 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 right. All right, so my last question then is looking into the future, like what are some of your big goals that you want to get accomplished within the next year, five years, or something of that nature? I love these questions, Mr. Will. You're fantastic. So because of the amazing, amazing opportunities in the brokerage that I'm associated with, which is, which is the realty, my goal is, to, first of all, I get a class A, a mode home and visit every national park behind, behind the wheel, a RV. Uh, that's number one. And I really want to segue in, in over the next three to five years, my, my personal goal is to segue out of so solo action on my own start getting all of this out to my 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 team and just do more mentoring and more coaching i just enjoy that that and from the road awesome i love it i have brothers in dallas i have already already the process i'm gonna look look for airbnb in dallas monetize it itself uh, and go visit visit them at a time six weeks at a, at a time and just you know bop back, bop back and forth and then do that here in Richmond too. Have one here, here, and just st streamline living. And I have a little, have a little bit more ability in, in, in traveling and stuff. But I would, would go coast to coast to coast and then be tomorrow. I love that. <laughs> Seems like a really great plan. <laughs> just got That's right. Hey, it's, it's a beautiful life, and I'm blessed. It really is. It really is. All right. So before we head off, is there anything else that you'd like to say? If you want to reach out to you, how can I find you? Oh, fantastic. I would, I would love for anyone in, you know, if you're moving to Richmond or if I can be a help to you as a referral, referral part, you know, help you and in, in whatever, I'd love to, love to work with other agents. I, some of my best friends are agents. So um, don, don, at donroyroyrealestate.com is my email address, 8804986991 is my cell phone, phone number. And you know, would love to part, to part any agent across the country to help you do you do business for yourself and anyone that's moving here to Richmond. I, I will tell you one plug plug for this. Our RVA has a has a culture in and of itself. If you are a foodie and you love my micro breeze and we are your jam. I mean, it is it's the most fun place to, to live. Always something, something going on. It's a festival, there's food, there's food, there's it's amazing. We're two hours from the beach and two and two hours to the mountains. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. All right, guys, there you have it. Don Roy, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, it's a pleasure. And I cannot wait to see your explosion and success in real estate. Thank